0: Welcome to a bonus episode of Kill James Bond. Bonus. It's time for another Q and a- no, no, we're not doing that. We're not imitating bonus. a worse podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can the imitate Bond us. Standard universe. Um, well, so I'm not doing yeah, my sexy
1: voice on the pod. It would destroy the listeners' fragile ears. <laughs>
0: that's true. That is true. It's 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 time for another Q and A. You have cues, and occasionally we'll aid them. That's right. Um, it's uh, Q and a Q number seven. Good lord, seven. We've, we've aid another queue. We've ate a lot of queues. Um, <laughs> yeah, one queue. But per it, it's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it's, it's been a while since anyone's queued us. Uh, and so, you know, now it's it's time for us to do it again. So, Dev, I believe you have the big, the master list of questions. Yes. I commend this episode into, into your hands. Oh, no. <laughs> Alice and I are
1: ready to face the panel of inquiry.
0: That's Indeed, right. Question, what what
1: do you think about when you jack off?
0: Nine eleven. Nine eleven. Nine eleven. So he him lesbians. So,
2: so <laughs> it's time <laughs> uh, to cue some fucking a's. Let's start off with a nice, mm. easy one here. It has been a hot second since we last did this. So bronze thumb asks, uh, "How are you? How's it going? not up to
0: much?" Um, yeah, pretty good, actually. I got very into film photography since the last Q&A, and then I, as is <laughs> my problem with all of my hobbies, I immediately got dev into film photography. Yeah. Um. So, so Abby, you are next if you want to get uh, an East German or Soviet film camera and a bunch of 35 millimeter film. No, photography
1: um, is for nerds. I have been very clear in this stance. I belong in front of the camera, not behind it.
0: That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it is deeply funny to me when you're talking about, like, the the East German stuff. Because the quote, I believe, you said directly, you were like, yeah, the, 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 like, GDR and the um, pre-GDR have some really good cameras. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. the pre-GDR, the period of German history.
3: (laughs) Just before...
0: <laughs> yeah the the pre DR what what's also really funny is that I, I mentioned this this hobby of mine on Twitter and someone I wish I could remember who said um oh yeah that's that's a great idea the 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 form, the Soviet the Soviet Union made um amazing lenses they did also make cameras um so uh, that's my understanding yeah i i i really i really admire the the uh the GDR and the USSR's policy of having one prestige industry and that industry being optics um like there is there's one thing, there's one factory that still works and it makes the camera lenses and they still work today. I'm still using them. Went out and took some photos on the way to my vaccination appointment, found out my vaccination appointment was cancelled because the NHS is falling apart. Still got some photos out of it. Shot two rolls. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Two rolls. Abby, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Um I'm working on a number of projects uh that I can't really talk about publicly. Um hmm mainly cuz they involved killing named individuals now um i'm i'm <laughs> working happens. on like some 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 tv stuff that i can't talk about but it's it's very exciting but like the nature of the acting industry is that it's all like yeah yeah sure like yeah maybe we'll do this maybe we'll do that and like you know 5% of it ever happens so mm, uh, on the sure. one hand i'm very excited but i also know i need to be realistic um and i have a meeting tomorrow which will potentially be like quite a big deal Mm-hmm. um because i need to meet with the people who financed my play um by the way mm-hmm. listeners oh that, that's kind of a big thing that happened in my life is i is i put on a play in london and um i i won an off west end award i'm an award-winning playwright i won an offing' yeah, congratulations which is fucking insane um for your debut play to like sell out so and get standing ovations and win an Offie, like it's 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 ridiculous so i'm still kind of enjoying that and trying to like turn that into like the next thing um also the next episode of philosophy tube films in like four days we're gonna be filming over two days it's a double length episode about the nhs um which is gonna be like very rewarding and i think very exciting and cool but also like emotionally very big because it's it's gonna be more personal than episodes usually like to be i think by the time this podcast comes out it may already be out or just about to come out but like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot
3: hell yeah
0: oh I, I i also forgot i have a i haven't a secret project myself which is something connected to a well, problem that you will not probably hear about for oh, yeah, a year. Yes, i know this. If that fucking rules if, 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 it, it's so if cool. it comes off if it comes off it may well not however if it does watch this space in a year's time
1: <laughs> <laughs> stay watch tuned this space, but like you can like watch other things as well like yeah
0: yeah yeah you don't have to hold your attention for that long just you know keep it keep a sort of Maybe set a reminder in your phone for like a year's time to be like, check in with Alice, see what happens you know
2: um,
0: <laughs> just feel free to touch that dial whatever <laughs> just come back yeah, at some it, point in in Q and a fourteen i I you know I'm fully prepared to answer what the thing is you know? wonderful uh,
2: I actually haven't' Definitely. really been up to it to a great deal um, I've just sort of been shooting about the place throughout summer uh, i Trekked all over the UK and had a lovely time. I've seen the whole thing now. Mm. Sort of done with it. Family holiday in the Lake District. I came up to Edinburgh for the Fringe briefly. I was over in Aberystwyth. Um, and I keep going back and forth to Cardiff <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> for specific reasons. Nice. Um, nice. 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 Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Erin um, Atlas asks, uh, Abby, do you feel more prepared to face the chimp now that you've had some sword practice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Actually, I am. Um, so, listeners, this is a reference to the fact that, um, well, the chimp who stalks us always, but also um, the fact that during my play I had to do a whole bunch of sword fighting. Yeah, I did. I am. Um, I my forearms and my thighs and my ass are more muscular now than they were when we started. I'm sure that'll fade in time, but like I had to have three or four sword fights in every show, and um, you know, obviously, rehearse it a lot too. So. At the start of the rehearsal period, I was like, Oh god, this big steel sword is so heavy. And by the end I was like waving it around with one hand. So yeah, I've definitely like um gotten a little bit stronger. I do feel more ready to face the chimp, though. I think like the chimp counts on us being arrogant. Um and like hubris hubris has been the downfall of many a, a mighty warrior. So um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count myself uh, you know, totally safe, but I'm, I'm yeah. I'm more the,
0: the real enemy the real enemy isn't the chimp. The real enemy is complacency. That's so. right. But also, crucially, the chimp. Yeah, the chimp also is the chimp, yeah.
2: very much uh, your enemy. Oh, real. Real yeah, and very, your very enemy. Very real. But, uh, mm-hmm. but the, the, the complacency is, I think, the, the biggest thing. Uh, David S. I've got a couple of questions that are somewhat like this, so I might... Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll go with H.J.'s question first. Uh, now that you've been doing this a while, are there any movies that you covered earlier that you'd like to go back do again, either because like uh, we think we we maybe like skipped over it, or
0: yeah, the one that we just recorded where I <laughs> lost an argument over the entire length of the episode. I'd quite like a do-over on that no, one no. To just go back. No, and... no, it
1: was about 9-11.
0: <laughs> Listen, I I I don't think that's a very sort of a healthy question for me because the second I shut off every. Uh, every recording of this, I always have a great deal of fun while I'm doing it. The second I hit uh, stop and I hang up the call, I just go, "Ah, I am Earth's worst podcaster." That's everything, not I, true. everything that I did, and also everything that I didn't do in the course of the last hour has been wrong. Um, and anyone in the world could have done a better job than me. So my answer is pretty much all of them. Like I'm, I'm happy with. Some of them that people have liked in the sense that they've gotten acclaim. I always think you two do an amazing job. But in terms of like rating my own work, um, I I, I don't really.
1: Um there was there was one episode that we were gonna do at one point and we had a guest lined up, but the guest had to drop out after all mm. three of us had watched the film. So it was like Betrayal. a It was an aborted yes. episode that we never got to make. And I do wish that we that we had made that. And we will have to make it at some point. Um but yeah, I, I, I want to do that, the forbidden episode, the last episode. The lost episode. The lost
2: episode. <laughs> that is true, that is true. Um, I, would, I would happily do Dr. No again at some point, either as like a special or as a live show to just like do Dr. No again. Um, because we kept it to like a tight hour and we... We should not have done we could we could have gone no. so
0: long. Yeah, that fucking. Movie. That was back
1: in the days when we were trying to make. Okay, the podcast has to be an hour long. Like,
0: yes, yeah, 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 I was trying to be more, more sort of disciplined, more Riley mode about it, and, and, and you know, I'm I'm glad to have lost that habit in that sense. Yeah, now we've sort of found um, our own our own voice and our own little niche. It could be nice to go back and, and yeah, redo. yeah. Well, I mean, you may recall, I'm sure I've mentioned this before that my, my original sort of semi-joking plan when we ran out of bonds was to just do them over again without <laughs> rewatching. Just off with the same notes. That is unbelievably funny as nice. An I And the thing this. is the longer the longer we wait the funnier it gets. Yeah, yeah. Because if we go back to Doctor No with the only thing that we remember of it as a set of notes we made two years ago or something, that's going to be hysterical. Mm.
2: Yeah, I would have to dig out my old notebook. <laughs>
1: I've thrown it away. I don't. I couldn't be going in blind. <laughs> I don't have my old notebook. I just you'll sit like down
0: on the stage and go. Ah, oh, oh, fuck. Um, uh, tell James me, does Spock? the toppling of American missiles really make up for having no hands? But somebody needs to have the
1: correct answers.
0: No. Yeah, one of us, actually, yeah, one of us.
1: Yeah, the fourth should be Nate, who has the, yeah.
0: He's like, that is not what happened. Ron.
1: Yeah. He's
2: got a big buzzer that's like the extremely loud, incorrect noise. Yeah. <laughs> every time <we> fuckers, just... <laughs> Shit, it's like uh...
1: a charity thing every time we get it wrong we have to give more but
3: that's yeah I really
1: think I wouldn't mind going back and doing some of the early ones again if I could I would go back and like finish voice training and then start the podcast but mm.
2: it's
1: not that's just a vanity thing more than anything
2: that's that's reasonable uh, a similar question from David asks, who says if you were to redo the earlier episodes what drops from later episodes do you think would get the most use which i quite like that's
0: a good question the drops are such like a really collection that we've
2: got over time
0: yeah 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 yeah. we've we've really built them up over time there's a bunch of places in which i could have used any of the like my wife ones Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like uh particularly the bit in in fucking from russia with love where vavra just adopts james bond Mm -hmm. like you are now his son um the, oh, yeah, the, no, yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, fuck, I do remember that. out
0: um, yeah, no, no, a I, character I, name I, <laughs> from, from Russia. Yeah, Vavra. Vavra, I, I, the guy. It, what? It, because, I have, because I have all of the drops mm. right here. And I, yeah. Vavra <laughs> thanks you for saving his life. You are now his son. <laughs> Get him, What a
2: classic. What a yeah. classic I, lad. I, I,
0: we we could a hundred percent have used the Diamonds Are Forever. Um, well, you know what I'm gonna say. We could have used L Mr Bond. L yeah, Mr Bond yes. is so often. I,
1: I think the Elliot Carver Kung Fu noises could have come in a couple of times too. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I, I love outdrops, I, I, man. That's so good.
3: <laughs> they really yeah, do make the podcast.
0: Will you commit to this program?
3: Yeah. Yes, yes. Seems you've passed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What, uh. what, what's curious is that, like, there's some of them where the drops just fully did not work uh, because I, I fucked up the levels. You may remember Casino Royale. The drops are like, because everyone's really so fucking quiet in that movie. The the drops in Casino Royale are almost useless. Like, I have one of um, Eva Green saying, perfectly formed ass, that sounds like this. Perfectly formed ass. <laughs> like, what? So quiet. Whispering. What? At-
3: huh?
2: Huh? Fair enough. Um,. Rob Way uh, asks, "Do you miss having the twenty-five-plus episode roadmap that you had with the the Bond movies?"
0: No, I listen. I I I enjoy hanging out with my friends, and I I like having a bit of structure. I have loose plans for sort of arcs that I want to take the podcast on. I think I've I've talked before about my plans at some point to do something that I like to call robbery season. Um, that I, I'm very much looking forward to. Right now, we've got a whole other series set up. We've got... And the thing about movies is they keep fucking making series of them. So after The Man From U.N.C.L.E., we've got Mission Impossible. We've got Indiana Jones. We've got any number of things that we can really dig into. And the thing about Bond is, we did the fucking job. You know, mission accomplished. He's dead. Uh, so so you like about it, he is fucking dead. Um, So I, I, I don't feel... Anything like oh god, when are they going to do the next one? I, if anything, I'm sort of a bit more apprehensive about that. Yeah, mm. although yeah. we'll
1: get to claim back the tickets to go and see it, it as a business expense. That'll so be good. Um, yeah, I don't really. <laughs> I like having a series because it allows us to develop running jokes across the course of the series, like Jason Bourne being raised by fishermen. And will you commit to this program? Mm. The chance, um, Yeah. The the the, the,
0: the fisherman chin. the fisherman joke like had the sort of like least payoff for a bit that I started out expecting. higher. Oh,
2: I really wanted it to, That's to the come nature back. nature of just didn't do yeah. anything fish related
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. no, no, no. Like and like we were watching the whole time oh, this is a, a, a lot like, it's a little bit of like hashtag bts whenever we watch these movies we're looking out for potential bits oh, yeah. and let me tell you that that stood out as a potential bit very strongly the yeah. fact that he was raised by french italian fishermen and he just doesn't fucking pick it up yeah other it.
1: than the bit where he swims away at the end of the third one and we got in mm-hmm. a joke that he returns to the sea but like yeah, yeah. jason spawn <laughs> jason Jesus, Paul. but yeah, the the the, the um, I think the best recurring bit from the Jason Bourne series was just the fucking theme music because they that's what I was
0: thinking of, yeah, yeah, the the fucking like It's perfect. I so good. I have a I have a personal favorite from the Bourne franchises, which is give me some eyeballs on the street. Give me eyeballs on the street. Yeah, absolutely. That's my favorite. Although I think we discount. Oh, the bin man! Oh, the bin man! (laughs) Exactly. We just we just count. Oh, the bin man.
1: (laughs) I I was I was in I was in the flat with Mrs X last week when when a friend of the show Mrs X when the bin lorry went past and we both just went Oh, the bin man! (laughs) We've also (laughs) had American as well. Like come to
2: the UK and see a bin lorry and point at it like Leo DiCaprio, just 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 like Oh my God, it's
0: the bins. We've we've also we've also of course had a lot of use for hack tap bypass and yeah. of course CIA clowns CIA clowns yeah so the, I I think the born the born franchise served us quite well coming off of Bond definitely uh, as as like a way to like prove to ourselves that we could pick it up with a new franchise and just do quite well with it I'm very happy I was very happy with, with the born ones
2: I was, I'm happy with the Jack Ryan ones I really enjoyed
1: yeah I enjoyed it too yeah yeah.
0: Miss Harrison thought is, a lot, though. i got to be I honest. I do, I do, I do. He was, he I, was the best I, one of them. Actually, I prefer Alec Baldwin. I, I, mm. I, I think it never really reached the heights of Hunt for Red October. That's I think true. my uh. I
1: think my favorite Jack Ryan one we did uh, was, I think it probably tied Air Force One and uh, what was the Clear and Present Danger, the drugs one? Mm. The drugs. One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my
2: the the God. Clear and Present Danger was a really good episode. Yeah. I yeah, really yeah. like that one. I
1: think we all just did a great job Yeah,
2: man. yeah, yeah. So, who? Um, this is something that we've done previously, but Hoob asks, maybe a bit basic, could we get retroactive endowments of the newly minted awards, uh, which are, of course, the Brian Cox Memorial for Intelligence, uh, and the Oldman Medal of Unrefuted Villainy. Oh, yes!
1: So there's only been one of those that went to Gary Oldman.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's a bunch of Bond villains who deserve the the Oldman Medal, mm -hmm. right? Because... Like every so often, they'll just be like, "Oh, that's actually a pretty good point." Um, I mean, the, the, I think I want to say Hugo Drax actually should get the 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 Gary Oldman, uh, excuse me, the the Brian Cox Memorial Award in Intelligence because he basically tells Bond his entire plan. That's like, true. Day one.
3: Yes,
1: true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I perversely I would award the um the I would award it to Bond a couple of times, particularly in Tomorrow Never Dies, mm-hmm. where he goes to Elliot Carver's party and goes, My name is James Bond, I'm a British agent. Here's yeah, what he's I'm constantly winning
1: the fucking Brian Cox. <laughs> year on year, he's the recurring champ. <laughs> I would give the unrefuted villainy to Chaka from Salem, um, mm-hmm. who is correct mm-hmm. about taking revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> You're wrong, but that's fine. Uh, revenge is a river.
1: Do I have any anyone? Sitting? Yeah, and I have a boat.
2: Yeah, they were in a boat at the end. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't go well for them. Um, very well, very well. Okay, sure. All right. Hypothetically, the uh-huh. Kill James Bond movie gets greenlit. Yeah, it's
1: Ooh. called Casino Royale 1967.
2: That's right. Who?
0: Yeah. <laughs> now the time of my day that I prepare for Debussy. That's right.
2: Who are we getting in? Director, scriptwriter, main cast? I, I don't ooh. want to play myself. I think it'd be funny to have someone oh, else it's play Oh, it's a
1: movie about us, not a film That Okay, okay.
2: Well, I mean, I, I suppose we get creative control over it. But.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Who, so basically, who who do you want to like play yourself and your co-hosts? Who do you want to direct? Okay, interesting. That's, ooh, fuck. That's a really difficult I'm trying to question, think about the actually.
2: plot you, for the KJV movie. I think it'd be funny if it was about like us specifically.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. You're
0: gonna have to cuss out about a minute and a half and be going, like,
1: ah, oh. Eddie Redman, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> give him another shot at it. Yeah, 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 a go. Give, give him a go, give him a go. <laughs> I'll give um, <cut> try. <laughs> I'm genuinely trying Redmayne. to
1: think, like, are there any trans actresses in my casting? who could conceivably play me. And I'm like, I don't know any because I have eliminated them all. Is the thing. I
0: I think it would be funny to have it directed by Michael Mann. That's my only real sort of qualm. I don't really care about casting, but I do think you should give it to him. And I think he should, he should direct it and he should have script supervision. Um, At that time, we got in that massive gunfight in the middle of uh, downtown Los Angeles.
2: I remember this when this happened to us. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll I don't know who I come would come want through, to play like, either
1: of you two or me though that's a difficult question write in if you have any suggestions listeners.
0: Eddie Redmayne all three Eddie Redmayne, it's for like all Kind them Hearts stuff. and Coronet yeah.
1: or, or, or the Nutty Professor <laughs>
0: yeah it's like Norbert <laughs> Eddie Redmayne <laughs> playing all three <laughs> yeah, of them. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah Norbert really the, sort of, like, the thinking man's Kind Hearts and Coronet I want to go
1: Tom Hardy as nah. deaf
0: uh, yeah yeah I can see that yeah mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. buy that mm-hmm. Okay.
1: have to grow some um, hair and then dye it but I could yeah I believe
0: it Jason Momoa That's true.
1: Yeah, that would be yeah. fun, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, are, there any, are there any Alices out there? Does, does anyone look a bit like me? I think generally they're trying to make actresses prettier than that. But uh, <laughs> Odd suggestion, but
1: Olivia
0: Colman? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know, is she edgy the, the, enough?
1: Maybe not, maybe not.
0: The, the, the thing about me, right, like Olivia Colman, I am also 47 to 50-something years old. Um,
1: well, you know, like uh, fucking Eddie Redmayne's older than any of us, and so's Jason Momoa.
0: Like pure, pure, mm. pure wishful thinking, Anna Chancellor.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> for the you know to to portray me in after the period of my life where I get facial Anna Chancellorization
2: surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the reverse Roman nose surgery. yes right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Very well. Um, so we got. A couple of people um, were like, first of all, thank you for cracking my egg. Very kind of you. Uh, would you like yeah, to pay yeah, for pay my NHS bills? Because our so specialty. Fox, like,
0: um, and the It's, answer a, is it's no. a service that we provide. <laughs> That's not a service that we provide. We'll crack the egg, but you have to deal with it afterwards. You've
1: got to clean it up.
3: Sorry. <laughs>
2: um, but someone did ask on a tin roof, I believe is what this translates as. Tin uh, roof. Tin roof Rested. asks... Do you have any advice to trans people in the general area of choosing a name? Especially if you want um, it to be no, cool. So, so,
0: so, so what you want to do is you want to go through the list and then you get, want to get scared, stick at the first page and um, just pick something out of the A's. Yeah, A's yeah, are really or, strong. Or flip bet. to the back
1: and call yourself Zoe. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I know like five Alice's and three Zoe's. And yeah, and really like like the I, bio I, names
2: that you're allowed to have as a trans woman as far as I'm I get aware. asked
1: mm-hmm. this a lot, actually. Um, oh, yeah. And um, I would say uh, one thing you should not do is you should not name yourself after a transgender influencer that you really respect. Do not do that because I've known people who do that and then the influencer that you named yourself after gets cancelled and then... <laughs> You get in a lot of trouble, um, so I'm not going to name any yeah, names. But that you, you has can, happened. You can
0: you can name yourself after a historical figure, providing they are like long dead. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, don't name you yourself could, after anyone who's currently famous, especially trans people, because they will get cancelled.
0: Oh yeah, character in a novel. Happen. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's a possibility. I, I
1: knew that I wanted my name, I well, I sort of sensed that it should have three syllables because I wanted it to be ba-ba-ba-thorn because that's quite a good rhythm to it. Yeah. Um, mm. And also one thing I liked about my dead name is that it also had three syllables. Um, and I kind of felt that I wanted it to start with A, and for a little while, I was like, "Is it Adelaide? No, I don't think so. It's maybe something close to that." And genuinely, I was just doing the dishes one day, and I was just like looking out the window, and it, it almost seemed to come down out of the sunlight. And on a Sunday morning, I was like, "Oh, my name's Abigail, Abby. That's mm-hmm. that's who I am." It just it kind of chose give me, a drop really. You for that, Dev. Hello, my name's Abigail. Exactly, that's <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Um,
2: Hove <laughs> <laughs> interview. You're like, "Holy shit, Abby! That's yeah. it."
0: It just happened. I I I chose my name out of sort of like lack of imagination. So I, I'm I'm not going to shock anyone here by dead naming myself. I hope, but my dead name is Alex, Ooh. right? No, no, no. Leave that in because it's important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like I I genuinely was like maybe I'll just keep it. I'll lop the like I'll lop the like under off the end of it, or maybe change it to like Alexandra, right? But like. I kind of like it as a like neutral, kind of like non-binary thing. And then I was like, no, because first of all, I worry I'm not not I'm like too binary for this. And second of all, I want to know when people are fucking dead naming. Me. Mm-hmm. This turned out to be a lot less important than I thought it would, because you could tell in other ways. And so now I, I don't know, it's part of my brand now, but I genuinely think about changing my name again. Every like to two penny weeks or so. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are a number of names that you floated,
2: all of which I've gone, yeah, that's sick.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, because the- the- they're all sick nasty because yeah. I just pick names that I think sound like a sort of like international super spy. Yeah, interesting. There's no reason <laughs> why you can't be called Alexa Strapon, there's no reason yeah. why you can't be called Ariadne Vesper. You know, Again, there's, there's or- no or- law or- against Ace. that. Yeah, or or, you know, just like I enjoy things of this nature. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Um, I I I enjoy the concept. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I enjoy the concept of like names that are like like virtue names, like I don't know, charity or fucking yeah, chastity, uh, temperance, chastity, temperance, honor, all the things I don't have. Um, Mm. You know, so it would be funny. Maybe
1: this reminds me of a a while ago. I was I was chatting to. um, uh, somebody I won't name but um, uh, a, a theatre director I had to chat to a lot of these people who are like older very established industry people who are just now kind of like learning what transgender shit is mm. and um, they sometimes ask a lot of basic questions that are very boring but he asked me Um, he said do people ever do people ever call you here do you ever get like misgendered Um, and I said no it doesn't usually happen and if it does it only happens once
0: <laughs> <laughs> I As just let one. him sit
1: with that for a moment <laughs> And <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs>
0: nice. Anyway, yeah, so uh, watch watch this space. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but in terms of picking your own name, I guess the the lesson I would derive from that is that it's okay to get it, like, wrong. It's okay to not like your name, because you can change it. It's a bit of a hassle, but, like... You can you can be whatever you want, whenever you want, and that sounds like a fucking like sticker you put up in like a sort of hipster coffee shop, but it is true. It is true. You can just do. Whatever. I mean,
2: Devon was not my first pick. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, when I when I was experimenting with what my, my presentation would be, I considered being full femme for a while. For like a year, mm-hmm. I wanted to be called Danny. I remember that arc. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to my dead name for a while for personal reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because uh, essentially, I was like, oh, I'm non binary. And I told my, my then fiance about it, and I received uh, a particularly bad response. <laughs> was like, okay, I'm cis again. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and that lasted for about a year um, before everything mm-hmm. became a little too much. But then, when I went back to, to 100% Femme, I briefly weighed up being called Brooke uh, because I thought mm-hmm. Brooke Lynn would be a fucking sick name.
0: Uh, Oh, that is a sick name. But then,
2: I sort of came to the sort of mononym stuff kind of by accident because I was a teacher when uh, when I came out as non-binary, or for the second, more final time, came out as non-binary, and having my surname be publicly available would be a problem for me. So I chose to go just by my first name, sort of to protect myself from having my tweets shown to my, like, supervisors. And it's just stuck. I really enjoy Devon as, like, a strong singular word.
1: Yeah. It's great, oh, yeah. I yeah. remember when, when who was it who wrote that piece about the podcast, that, that interview piece? And it uh, was just, like, uh, Abigail Thorne, Alice Caldwell-Kelly, and Devon, brackets, they're just Devon.
2: That was really good. <laughs> still cool. my favorite thing is the... the um what was it? The, the rainbow oners. J
0: on joke we opened the show with where it's like uh, I think we did like Caldwell Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, Alice Caldwell yeah. Caldwell it was Kelly, really good. Thorn, Abigail Thorn. It's like I Devon,
2: I Devon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was the first joke we did. Oh yeah, that
2: was in like the reveal trailer for the podcast. It's...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Sounds so like it. am yeah, no, I'm very happy with Devon as, as you may have noticed if you've seen any photos of me wearing a big the jacket, Devin jacket. with Devon on Devin jacket. it like
3: a hundred times. <laughs>
2: Um, and I, yeah, no, I have some more clothing that I'm looking to do that with. So <laughs> watch that space for, for the the Devon 2023 collection.
0: I mean that that is really the ultimate goal, right? Is you, the fucking streetwear atelier? Yeah, that's, that that is branches my, out. That's your. That's the end of uh, my
2: arc. Uh, is to stop being non-binary and just become a brand.
1: Uh, <laughs> transitioning to become a woman and then transitioning to become a company. Is exactly that's right. What I did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ceo of me baby um Mm. charlotte miller asks what is your favorite weird looking gun used in a
0: movie Um, whitney wolverine um i will I'll, i'll chase down what movie it's been used in but that's my favorite weird looking gun if anyone wants to fucking google that right now a whitney wolverine
2: oh that is fucking
0: weird looking I got, I
2: got two also answers. Also, a
1: great name if you're transgender, by the way. Yeah,
2: Whitney Wolverine. Oh, Holy shit! All, all
0: right, right go back to the previous. All all right, question. Whitney Wolverine
1: ch- ch- top 0.3 on OnlyFans.
0: Call yourself Whitney Wolverine. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm now strongly considering this. But, okay. Shit. <laughs> shit. That would be so sick to call yourself after a gun. Because yeah, because I got the unconventional curves. Um. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Very well done. Space good, age yeah. construction.
0: <laughs> I, got, I got two answers. Um,
2: from ones we've watched, uh, Mr. Hinks' fucking double pistol.
0: Oh, yeah, the fucking fuck. Arsenal Firearms AF 2011.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The funniest fucking guy. Because they never draw attention to it either. He mm-hmm. just happens <laughs> to have it. So I yeah, just,
1: yeah, I think I'm going to concur with you there, actually,
2: Um mm. And then from one that we haven't watched, uh, I watched Escape from New York last night. And within that movie, Kurt Russell as Snake Bliskin has a mac ten with a massive suppressor and a scope mounted Hell to the yeah. suppressor. It's Hell the
0: funniest yeah. fucking gun in the world. It's so so good. I- I really like the long barrel Uzi carbine from Clear and Present Danger that we made fun of, where there's one guard on the roof who just has like a regular Uzi, but the barrel is twice the length of it. <laughs> the the really
2: long um, revolver from
1: I was just gonna say but Captain Love has in Zara because that is, that is a real weapon that, that but he just uses it in the wrong way and therefore looks like a dipshit. It's
2: fucking sick. It's I so remember good. on Django
1: we had some of those as props because like you are meant to really use them but you're meant to mm. use them like mounting them on a saddle.
2: <laughs> but you're just like having these two massive... That's so funny. Um, <laughs> of Jordan Lam, Jordan Lamb asks, of the various spy organisations from the movies you've watched, which do you think you'd enjoy working for
0: the most?
1: That is a good uh, question. The
0: the the born one that just dunks on the CIA and exists to fuck with them. The National the Research, the National Research Assay Group. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one, I think that's my my answer.
1: Um, I'm trying to think which which of the various Jason Bourne Professor chim programs would be the most fun <laughs> god, to commit to because there are like, to, like, there are like a whole bunch.
0: Abby Abby Abby, your answer is whoop clearly. Oh
1: my god, that's, yeah yeah oh, yeah Abby <laughs> yeah, you're totally right.
2: Fucking yeah. <laughs> whoop. <laughs> 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 Uh, mine's the <laughs> OSS from Sondesat set. I think it's funny.
0: Oh yeah, they're really great funny. vibes in there. Um, <laughs> Everyone
2: knows each other's first name.
0: I wouldn't want
1: to work for the Spy Kids agency. I imagine that gets grating. No, uh, no, no.
0: no that's yeah, junior. you're totally right. i I'm to ima- imagine work working with... for the fucking imagine working for the dog or the cat intelligence agencies.
1: Specter seems like it's like I'm gonna get killed the first day here. Long you guys don't really understand what it's all
0: like.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Specter is not. Spectre's not a good one to work for. I mean, they've got. Work,
0: working for MI6, even worse. I wouldn't you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on.
1: That's still, it's, that is still funny. It's still. Yes. I'm sorry. With a bit of that we can talk about it now, it's, so it is, it's still extremely funny that people accused me of working for the CIA and for the royal family. Like, it's so fucking funny. What even was Especially the origin because, of like, that? like, I, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna give them the fucking okay. credit, but like it's also extremely funny that like one of the major origins of that has now been like totally destroyed as a sex pest and like a total creepy weirdo. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what happens.
2: Sun Tzu said as you wait, if you wait by a river long enough, yeah. eventually the bodies of your enemies will float by.
1: Yeah. And that's fucking yeah. right. <laughs> that's the philosophy of jutsu, baby. You never say anything bad about anyone, and on a long enough timeline, your enemies will cancel themselves. <laughs> but it is still extremely funny that they said that and there's some people that still believe that despite the fact that I like in the next episode of Philosophy Tube explained exactly what the project was and why it wasn't that but yeah very very funny So funny. So, so good.
2: Uh, Vince B asks what's a favourite movie of yours that's too good to ever watch on
0: Kill Jones Bond uh, The Duke of Burgundy I'm sure I've referenced this in a Q&A before but The Duke of Burgundy is the like my sort of Shakedown date movie for like whether or not I'm like sort of emotionally compatible with someone is whether or not they get that movie. Mm. It's also too horny. (laughs) Um, if yeah, like I don't know, I think it's probably too lesbian even for us. Uh, but it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I highly recommend it, but i I don't think we could record a podcast about it
1: uh there are I think like probably the original the or the extended edition of Lord of the Rings are films that I really like and really enjoy, but wouldn't really fit the tone of the podcast yeah that's um, true so yeah, probably those i would say
2: that's a really good that's a really good call um I don't know if I have one all of my favorite movies I have uh, brought to the podcast at this point i think apart from my favorite movie of all time, which is uh, Big Trouble in Little China,
0: which is just one of the I ha- best I have films an, ever. I have another favorite diecast movie that I'm not sure we could really get much out of, which is The Handmaiden. Another yeah. That's true. Movie. That's true. But like, w- w- all it would be would be it would be an hour of me crying, you mm. know? Um, Castaway. Castaway. Some people
1: must pay for I mean, Maybe there is something to be said about Castaway. Because that was that was well, a film that is used a to giant mean
0: advert for FedEx.
1: Yeah, but also and, and that, <laughs> that film used to mean quite a lot to me for like masculinity reasons.
0: Mm. Um, so I think. why like, so I have that beach ball. Yeah, still.
1: yeah, yeah. No, but I uh, the idea of like being stuck on an island alone. Um, the idea of like being dedicated to like order and like keeping time. I think we might be able to do that on the podcast, but it could be a bit of a stretch. Um, mm-hmm.
2: um, well, Howard Rees asks uh, if if we weren't looking at masculinity in film. Do we have any other like alternate ideas or themes that we would want to explore?
0: Um. Well, I mean, it's a podcast about James Bond. James Bond has themes beyond just masculinity. Those are things that like tie into masculinity. I think it's also it's a podcast about empire. It's a podcast about imperialism. Um, I think in in large part it's a podcast about Britishness at times. Um. And it's, it's also a podcast about violence. Now, all of those things are tied into masculinity. They're not exclusive to it, um, as, as we see with you know, people who manage to do all of those while retaining their femininity, like Penny Mordent. Um So yeah, no, I, I, I think there's a lot of scope for, for stuff that, like, in, in the world with no men, right, I, I think we would still have a podcast.
1: That's in, that would be an interesting
3: world.
0: I th- I think Jane Bond would be a, a you know a, impossible to sort of like do counterfactuals like this but would be a a, a much weirder vibe but
1: in the I world with no still... men we mm. would become like the giver cuz we'd be the only people who like really knew
0: yeah that's true if if we were like fucking isekai tomorrow mm. into a, into a world that like had had no men in it and like i don't know and i hate it when i get isekai yeah it happens if, to me I, so I often think- hate to pass into the anime realm.
2: Oh, it's so I'm getting hit by trucks all the time.
1: Depends on
0: the anime. Yeah, also, I mean, I should say the the obvious one, the thing that our our secret enemy, the thing that we confront in every episode. 9-11. Capitalism. Oh. 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, 9 11
1: Genuinely, I I do think a podcast about like 9-11 would be good. Like and like all an media that is about 9-11. But then, yeah, actually, it already existed. It's, it's um, it's Lindsay Ellis did like a whole uh fucking series about it. I can't remember the
0: name of. Well, I mean, we on but on problem, we 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 do an episode on nine eleven every year, roughly on nine eleven. 11 yeah, yeah um, somewhere near.
1: Never forget. <laughs> <that>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Round about nine eleven. Um, very well. Okay, what's something? What's 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 a nice light one? Yeah. Hmm. No, give 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 me a heavy one. I'm I'm ready for it. I can take it. I'm 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 still thinking about alternate names, but I'm not I'm not in a tailspin here. I'm I'm keeping it together. No, I'm um, really
1: enjoying this big fluffy white turtle neck that I got. The listeners, you can't see this, but it's it very does cool. lovely. Go. Thank go. you. I I feel I feel like fucking. What was the name of the girl in Day of the Condor with her like old fashioned oh. shit?
0: Oh yeah, shit! Spy fucker. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always count on the old spy fucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I feel like a 70s, fact, I like, right 70s babe. It always depend on the old spy fucker. There you go.
0: Yeah. I gen, Genuinely, like, you two always have, like, much better fashion than I do. That is uh, not, true. Night, not true. The other night, The
1: other night, you were fucking banging in that, like, big, like, red uh, and black thing you. with the boots. Incredible. Yeah, no, that
2: went off. Yeah. That was fucking good. Um, right now, I'm wearing an
0: oversized t-shirt. <laughs> mm. um, I haven't even listen, fucking shaved I, I, today. Listen, one of us has the camera yeah, me neither. and it's, it's me. Um, uh, question. Hazen asks Go on, fuel the parasocial frenzy. Uh, what were your biggest
2: young adult literature obsessions? We've all heard about Abby and Cherub.
0: Ooh.
2: Were any of you try uh, hards, John Green stands? you
0: hards? No. Uh, a song no, and no. fire type. Uh, okay, so I, uh, I read the Harry Potter books. They didn't mean that much to me. Mm. What I did, I did get really into for a while was, and I think I mentioned this in, in the episode. The Alex Ryder books. I also read all of those. Um, I read a few of those. Yeah, read, I think, almost all of those. Uh, Artemis Fowl, another big one. Shit, Um, I think I read the Artemis Fowl ones as well. It's it's normal to be named after a girl if you're smart enough. Um, And (laughs) (laughs) um, fucking younger than this, so, like, this was... I didn't not yeah, kind of like way younger, like preteen. But there was one book that like still sticks in my head. It was called fucking um Harry and the Ring. I
1: want to say. I love yeah. the book. I read it till it fell apart when I was a little kid. I love that Genuinely
0: same. Genuinely same. I, I really love the like yeah. cover art. It's yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. it it it's about a, a a kid who gets sent to stay with his two aunts who are like porn artists and criminals. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's really genuinely very fun. So that's it's that's really an fun. abiding sort of like YA thing for me. Also, Discworld. Um, Discworld, right up there. Sh- Never should.
1: got into Discworld. Mm-hmm. Never read it.
0: Really, no. I think you'd. I think you'd a lot of really people enjoy me, it. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd have a good time. Um, time with I,
1: it. I I read yeah. the first Cherry book. I didn't read the series. I read a little bit of Alex Ryder, but my big thing, my big thing was the Aragon series. I was big oh, into shit. that as a mid teenager. I think part of what got me into it was I like the kind of dragons and the fantasy stuff, but also Christopher Paolini, the guy who wrote it. He wrote the first one when he was seventeen, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I, sh- I could be a writer too." Like, and I am now a writer. Um, yeah, award-winning playwright. Some- Thank you. And um, that was something that like really that really got me going. It was like, oh, like he started when he was just a little bit older than me, and like I could write something good like this too. And um, I really, really enjoyed that series. Um, the the uh, the evil dragon in the second one, who is forced to be evil and forced to be very macho and violent against his will, is called Thorn. Make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed that series. I thought the ending was like I, well, basically I kind of aged out of it by the time the ending book came out. But I did read all of them and I did enjoy it. And and then. As an adult now, I go back and I look at them and I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of just like Star Wars, but with elves and dragons. It's kind of if you took Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and smashed them into each other. Um, but I did really enjoy it. And like, I, I would, if Christopher Paolini, if you're out there, come on the show. Like, And also thank you for writing those books. I really enjoyed them as a teen.
0: Hey, I have a couple of others. I, I was really into uh, Caroline Lawrence's uh, Roman Mysteries series about like the fucking like mystery solving Roman children. Um, and, uh, there's another one that I forget. She actually signed a bunch of books for me. So, um, I know. I really sweet.
1: enjoyed, um, a Michael Moorperga book called Kensuki's Kingdom.
0: Oh yeah. Um, which mm, was
1: about okay. uh, a kid who got stuck on an island with a Japanese war veteran. That was cool. And also, was it, was it also Michael Moopurga who wrote Ragboy? I, I think so. Might have been. But I really enjoyed Ragboy. It was about, um, a kid in the late 1800s who finds a mermaid washed up on the beach. Um, so it's about a young boy child who suddenly discovers a powerful source of femininity that he has to keep secret away from all the people who will take it away from him. And I was like, "Hmm, this means a lot to me for reasons that I cannot explain."
0: Yeah, speaking yeah, of, kind of, of that, that, it? <laughs> For reasons I can't explain, <sighs> will anyone be surprised that specifically within Discworld, it was the guards' novels that were really formed? No,
2: but they fucking rule, though is the
0: thing. Feet of yeah, Play they is rule, easily
2: one of my favourite of the Discworld series. Uh, the, th-
0: the thing is, right, if you don't really fit in in society, the answer is to join the police. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what a fuck!
2: Um, I I had some I had some weird bloody choices as a child. I really I. Just absolutely rip through the Discworld. Absolutely fucking love the Discworld. Um, really, really enjoyed Moving Pictures as maybe my favourite Discworld book. But all of, the, all of the death ones, like Reaper Man, is fucking phenomenal. Soul Music, I adore. Beat of Clay, as as mentioned. Also, Monstrous Regiment is also extremely good. Ooh, yeah. It's a bit of a niche choice, but it's it's fantastic of just, like, a bunch of people all at war, each one of them discovering that all of them are women who have lied about being men to join
0: the army. <laughs> like, every single person is weakness. I think um I think my favorite Discord might actually be Jingo, Jingo, which is no one's favorite. That's a fucking
2: choice. You're not wrong, it's though. A, Thief a- of Time is also right up there. Um, fuck, I, just re- I should just reread the Discord series, actually. I probably didn't get as much out of it as a child as I, as I would now. Um, uh, also, I read the Song of Ice and Fire series and had a great time with that and I read a lot of the, the school library had a strange selection of books but what it did have is a lot of the like Star Wars novels with like extended universe that was canon oh, yeah. before Disney got to it so, like the Yuuzhan
0: Vong mm. War and everything like that mm. you're like fully like little dev is in the school library like yo that's glup shit I was oh. like yo
3: that's glup shit <laughs> <laughs>
2: Somehow. That's fucking low backer from the Star Wars Holiday Special and he's a Jedi now. Um, yeah, but no, no, those were, those were all of my favourites. Fuck. Um, speaking of Discworld, it's not a Discworld book, but Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Pratchett. We're
0: just going to talk really about good. Pratchett for the rest of the hour, aren't we? I, oh, I just... Good. I wouldn't want
2: to isolate Abby, Um But just, just phenomenal books.
0: Really massive fan of them. Uh, mm. The Train Doctor. I, I, think, I think the... F- I think the first instance of me ever running into the idea of a trans person or something like it in in any kind of literature was one of the Discworld novels was dwarves you know mm. um, it's a cheery I, little wish I,
1: I wish I'd had that kind yeah. of thing you know I remember mm. this is off topic but like I remember the first trans person I met when I was like 18 or 19 and, or that I knew of um, and looking back now I have a suspicion that the girl who used to sit next to me in chemistry was the childhood transitioner um but yeah um i remember the first like openly trans person i met when i was like 18 19 and just been like mm. what like no one ever told me this crazy britain
0: wow well, didn't know this was I, an option I, I, interesting i'm I, gonna I, think about I, this a lot I, for it i think ever. about
1: this for the next yeah, several years
0: I, I, I tended i tended to think of it for about a decade as like oh trans people exist in the same way that like astronauts exist oh like, my
1: god yes
0: yeah, it's, yes. it's something that it's something that people can do yeah, it's not something I can do like, because
1: it's it's like so you have to be like phenomenal you have to be incredible you have to be like almost angelically gifted I remember the moment mm. the very moment like far too late that I realised this um, that that's not true right is um, I think going deep Abbey Law today like even after like knowing a lot of trans people, being friends with a lot of trans people, even after like dating a trans person for a long time, I still had this idea that like, well, it's something that like human beings can do, but you have to be like truly exceptional. And I went to see Kim Petras live. And um, I went with my good friend Jazza John. And honestly, what, I'm, I'm so sorry, Kim, if you're listening. Um, honestly, what like, what was important to me was the gig was like kind of mid Like it was the last one on the tour. She was clearly a bit tired. Her voice couldn't reach the back of the hall. And like, she was sweating and she was out of breath. And like, I would say the gig was good. It was like a seven out of 10. But I was in the audience like, oh my God, like trans people, they're not like aliens from other, you don't have to be a kind of incredibly blessed angel in order to do this. It's something that humans can do. And therefore it's something that I could do. And they're like, okay, I kind of have to do this now. Wild,
0: it's kind wild. of it's kind of a mixed bag, but occasionally I get messages from people who are like very encouraged by the fact that I have not really done any voice work whatsoever, and I still primarily make a living with my voice as a trans yeah. person, as a trans woman. Your voice is great. Uh, I absolutely oh, love it. Myself. I love that. Thank you. Um, but like as as a thing that is like, no, you don't you don't have to do anything yeah. really that you don't want to. Um, Least of all, least of all, like you know, change something about yourself that you that you like. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. Um, Only wow, that change
1: was... the things that bother you on your good days. With some some great advice that I once got from mm. from friend of the show, Paris Lee's. That's so
2: cool. One. Um, all right, let's uh, let's wildly shift from a quite a heavy question um, to just a very light one, which is Rain Doctor asks, what's each host's favorite candy?
0: Ooh. That's that's really Reese tough because if, if, if you know me I at all, you know best that best I have an incredibly sweet tooth. Mm. Uh, genuinely, I I it's so sort of like Catholic small C for me. I like anything sweet so much that it's very difficult for me to pick out. Um, in terms of like processed food, genuinely, I think that a, a just a plain milker chocolate bar. Is one of the best things that had, like humanity has yet devised. Um, <laughs> Gosh, I know it's, it, it's genuinely up there. Yeah,
1: I think for me, it's going to have to be something dark chocolate. It's a tough call between dark chocolate Brazil nuts, which I adore, mm-hmm. and uh, dark chocolate kirsch cherries.
0: Which Ooh, I you like dark chocolate because you're you're a grown-up whereas <laughs> the thing about me is that i am i'm six Aww. years old but i always have and... even when i was a
1: child i like dark chocolate cherries
3: <laughs>
0: i'm like oh no ugh, i got some um, i
1: got my sister-in-law some some chocolate covered cherries from the u.s a while ago and i tried when i was like my god are good, but I really like the ones that you get. Like they're kind of got like Kirsch liqueur in them as well. I'm just like, oh, mm. I'm, I'm a heroine in a Russian novel, eating a, a dark chocolate <laughs> boozy cherry and like reclining <laughs> on, on, a, on a fur rug in front of a fire.
0: Anna Karenina. No, life is beautiful. Fucking somebody
1: yeah. I shouldn't. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I, you know what? I do like to on that sort of train. I do really like like a chocolate coated coffee bean. I find Ooh, those to yes. be extremely lovely.
1: I love them, but then you, I just eat eat them by the fistful, and just get like caffeine palpitations.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, that's very nice. I got a uh, when I was when I was a teacher, we had a little like Secret Santa thing, and the last who got me was one of my busy mates at the school, Doctor Beverly Gabbert, wonderful woman, just fantastic. Uh, I was only in three days a week, and I, I missed her the entire rest of the time, but she got me. A bunch of those because i like y- y- everyone got given like a little q a to fill out like a questionnaire about what your favorite stuff is to give people like prompts oh. um and she just like took this list and like each one of it was like what's your favorite this what's your favorite that and she was like great i'll just give them all to him i'll just like get that entire group him at that time i just get that entire fucking just, list and just go, hey, go.
3: ding ding look <laughs> 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 fuck <laughs> I'm allowed <laughs>
0: no one else is, no one well, else is. The, the joke that I made to you at lunch the other day was uh, everyone who gets one apart from me who gets infinity
2: <laughs> well it's one of those things where it's like I've, I've had an entire transition what's, what's essentially happened is that I had a hero's journey and now I'm just back at the start again but with like
1: You've returned, my but entire changed.
2: self irrevocably changed but like, like yeah, I could that's just what, drop that's what back you want. to he him and it would be nothing but I'm not going to because no, I did the that, journey. No, no. So, well, also, no. i got a tattoo what, what, in my fucking hands. So.
1: Also, then <laughs> we'd have to fire you from the podcast.
2: That's true. That is true. No cis
0: guests. <laughs> well, specific, so we, we would not do what, that, what, to be clear. What, what, what you're doing is I'm a, is a T.S. T.S. Eliot thing. You know, at the, at the end of all you're exploring, you arrive where you started yeah. and know the place for the first time, right? That's
2: right.
1: Wherever you go, there you are.
0: Mm. That's
2: it, baby. Um... Michael Seth asks, what is your favorite piece of media that you've consumed in the past year that wasn't for a podcast?
0: Ooh. Oh, um, wow. God, that's a yeah, really good Yeah, we consume question. a lot of media just
2: for
1: podcasts. And also, when I do consume media that I like, I tend to be like, we should do this on a podcast.
0: Open, opening up a list of recent Kindle books. Here are some movies red. I've watched recently
2: that I really liked, but I wouldn't do on the podcast. I watched... Um, Mad Max, Fury Road, the one that's in black and white, like the black and chrome edition, which Fun. fucking rules. Uh, everything, Everywhere, All at Once, I I loved.
3: Mm-hmm. The
2: massive weight of unbearable talent or something like that is fantastic. Uh, the Nick Cage movie. Mm. Absolutely uh, love it. Pig as well. I, we could, I, we could I we maybe do board, Pig yeah? on, on the pod.
0: Yeah. Uh, so but books that I've read in the last year that I highly recommend – uh, I highly recommend laurent binet's h h h h um eric Vuillard's the Order of the day if you want to double up on sort of like French literature that's like quite philosophical about about fascism and Nazis on a sort of like lighter note I read pretty much all of lindsay davis's um Falco like Roman private detective novels and i I really really enjoyed those a lot and if you just want like um like one individual book to pick out um fiction Lavi vie a man lies dreaming which is also a private detective novel non-fiction emma southern's a fatal thing happened on the way to the forum um if you, you can just pick out a couple of my interests there in terms of like ancient rome and nazis i guess
1: um i went to see recently at the cinema see how they run which i quite enjoyed i like sam rockwell um that's a film that we probably wouldn't do on the podcast, but I did I did quite like it. It was a nice sort of ninety minute murder mystery comedy. Um,
2: I watched Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um and I found that to be quite fun.
0: Really? <laughs> Spy yeah, well, was really very good. high at the
2: time. Uh, oh, okay. I went to the cinema and ate an edible on the way over.
0: Uh, okay. Sp- Spy family is really good. Licorice Recoil's is really good. Um, so, oh, uh, you know. I
1: recently rewatched the uh, the Hulu series of Catch Twenty Two that George Clooney directed. Seriously good. Really like that novel. I rewatched it for Philosophy Tube because I'm going to use some clips and motifs from it. But it is genuinely very good. I think in terms of books, um, Paris Lees is what it feels like for a girl. I mentioned it on Philosophy Tube. I am. I think I'm biased because Paris is is one of my best friends. But also like. um I I really, really enjoyed her book before we became friends. Um, genuinely I think it is one of the best pieces of queer art I have ever consumed of any form. And I think it should I think it should be taught to like I think kids should do that book at GCSE because it is like genuinely not just as a story, but as a work of art. Like I think it's a work of genuine genius. Um and uh I think in a just country, in a country that wouldn't be fucking weird about like a trans woman's book being on school curricula i i do think it should it should be taught in schools because it is fantastic
2: mm. um in terms of books all right in terms of anime actually because you mentioned spy family spy family is very good currently airing are three animes that are all really fucking good uh the new gundam series the witch from mercury is oh extremely the good. One. yep it's gay they decided to finally make a gundam series but it's textually gay instead of just subtextually extremely gay um, that one's that one's just fucking great. Uh, the new series of Mob Psycho is airing, and that's one of my favorite animes of all time. Um, and Chainsaw Man is looking promising to me. I've only seen the first two episodes, but it's looking promising. Uh, I still it,
1: have to know what happens at the end of Attack on Titan. I just can't. Wait
2: oh, the I'm waiting for the final bit. I'm like, oh, Where are on. you, baby? Come on, <laughs> give me that shit. Um, what else? In terms of books, I have over the last year read every book that China Mayville has written. Um, and they're all fucking great. Oh,
0: like the city in the city is, is phenomenal favorite.
2: city in the city is the one I read first. It got me into him. Um, iron council is fantastic. And embassy town is just, just a fucking work of art. Beautiful. Mm. Um, oh, and also, fuck. um, I'm
1: sorry. Books, uh, pale fire by Vladimir Nabokov. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Nabokov head, but genuinely, I really liked pale fire. I don't think it's quite as good as Arda, but I do think it's better than Lolita. Um, Yeah, Pale Fire, really, really fucking good. Check that out.
2: Cool. Um, And then finally, in terms of books for me, I have also read um, all of the Ian M. Banks culture novels. I really enjoyed Look to Windward. I think is probably my favorite
0: of them. Mine, mine is uh, of those is is a player of games actually. Um, because I think it says uh, a lot about our society. <laughs> um
2: it really does is the no, thing. No, no, but genuinely,
0: yeah. I, I I think about I think about anytime I see some sort of like new act of brutality that becomes part of our mass culture, I think about Player of Games and I think about Margaret Atwood's um Oryx and Crake, um, in which sort of mass culture is 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 totally brutal, is totally sadistic. Um and you know, I, I, I like that a lot. Um I'm not a huge, huge Atwood fan. Um, but yeah, I, I I like Oryx and Craig, and I like I think it's very prescient in that way, in a way about environmentalism. Uh, people talk about like The Handmaid's Tale, and yes, certainly. However, there are certain there are very good critiques of that sort of its 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 limits. But I think Oryx and Craig is sort of like slept on. If you're talking about TV, which we may as well. I have not.
2: Um, I've not watched any TV. I, I don't think.
0: I've I have i I've, i I watched a lot of foreign TV because I think that it makes me smart and fancy. Um and so <laughs> <laughs> um I, I highly recommend um th- this is not a brand endorsement as such, but Channel Four, uh, if you're in the UK, Channel Four's um on-demand service has a thing called they branded it yeah, as 4OD, like Auto Presents. Right. Um, which is like their foreign dramas. It's got Deutschland 83 and its subsequent series on there. Those are really good. I made a joke about that series on a thing that like five people would have got. It's also got an Italian series called um, Il Cacciatore about the mafia. That's really good. Um, and on Amazon, I saw this Spanish thing called Un Asunto Privado with Jean Reno, um, that's fun and which I like because the central message of it is if society does not accept you, if you don't feel accepted by society, you should become a cop and you should join the police. Um. <laughs>
2: it's a lot, of, a, lot of,
0: a lot of media you've There's recommended. A theme Themes. There,
2: is you a,
1: there is a TV series coming out uh, next year in February on, uh, on Sky and on Cattalia, mm. uh called Django. Which, oh, yeah, uh, I which, just I, I think you should check that out. Uh, you might, you might recognize one of the performers I don't know. In is, it, it, the trailer... it, is it
0: going to tell me to call the to to join the police? No. Uh,
1: the first the first trailer dropped. Uh, I think like a couple Gosh, weeks ago. It's really
0: good, yeah, it was yeah, a really yeah, good trailer. yeah, yeah. It's fucking
1: sick, man. I'm so excited for it. I'm you so can fun, see the back dude, of, of my head briefly, and my voice has the first line in the trailer, which is cute. <gasps> yeah.
2: Fantastic. It's gonna um, be weird.
1: I'm gonna have to look at that with my old, with my old face. Because it's before my face just did that thing that it did. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, That's right. Yeah, I've, I've got mas- to look into getting my face to do that. To just well. do that thing that,
1: that thing. it did on its own, yeah. Yeah, to just do the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: sometimes uh, faces just do that. Specifically,
0: I want it to, like, do the thing to look a bit more like Anna Chance. Um, <laughs> You're
1: going to get facial, facial masculinization surgery.
0: <laughs> well, I, I've talked to you before about the um, surgery to become Italian, right? The Roman <laughs> nose surgery that I want. Yeah,
2: the Roman nose, but backwards. Where you get given
0: yeah. a Roman nose. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking at all the like uh, timelines of people who have had their like Roman noses, their aquiline noses, like reduced, and I'm like backwards. Yeah. Get, get, backwards. Would it be? I'm, I'm still yes. like,
1: um. So it's been ten months, I think, since, or like nine months since my face just did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've been chatting to some other people who've had it done like a year, a year and a half, two years ago, and they're like, it keeps changing over like the next eighteen months. So I, I'm, I'm, my face still isn't finished doing that thing that it's going to do. Um, yeah. Thank God. Um.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think
0: you look fantastic. I really do. Yes, um, co-signed very much.
2: This is it's a question here, um, but it, it doesn't really require much of an answer. So Mark, I just want to flag it up so that it's a thing that no, we've, sure. we've said on the record here. Uh, Marco says, Hi, big fan of the show. Uh, this might be nice. a silly question, but it's something I'm genuinely curious about. Why are there not
1: Yes, you're transgender.
0: you listening to this now pointing directly (laughs) at the camera you are trans oh shit
2: uh no don't worry it's a gift um why are there not clips of kjb on youtube in the same way that there are of other shows does it just not have a large enough video editor fan base or is it something you actively don't want to have
0: it's it's shit work, and like neither me nor I suspect Abby want to do it. Therefore, we would have to make Dev do it, and we don't want to do that to our friend.
1: Yeah, we should. Could we maybe hire somebody for like one or two days a month to take the clips and like turn them into TikToks or and stuff like? Yeah,
2: TikTok. TikToks or like because Trash Future is on YouTube now, um, which is something that I do, and I I have. Been weighing starting to put Kill James Bonds on YouTube, but I would have to like start at the start. Um, yeah, well, we yeah. would hire
1: us, I think we'd, it would be like hiring a social media assistant, basically. Yeah, um, exactly. And it would, it would probably be a bit of an upfront cost because as they uploaded the backlog, but then after that, it would be like a part time thing, like one or two days a mm. month. So we could concede yeah we Yeah, could do it. yeah could do it.
0: absolutely. I mean, you know, Abby knows much more about YouTube than either of us. Uh, got a plaque even. yeah so- but also if you're like a, a fan and you want to do a- <laughs> that's right
2: <Yeah. laughs> actually got two bloody plaques <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
3: What? <laughs> sorry, no, was just I enjoyed such
2: a the funny pointer thing. very much. The fucking <laughs> telescopic pointer oh, sorry. This is that a, this, you just this had. Is
1: a, this is a prop for the next Philosophy Tube that I've just been playing. <laughs> just got a telescopic
2: <laughs> pointer and Except. used it to point at a fucking YouTube player.
0: It, 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 it was very sort of like a bridge too far, which is, <laughs> by the way, high on the list of movies that I want to do. Uh, not least for the fucking accent in that movie.
3: Yeah,
2: but also if, if if you're a fan and you want to just like. Create compilations or something like that. Yeah, That's completely like, yeah. acceptable. Kill
1: him one animated, or like, yeah, just go go wild. Like, we're not go cool. if, you want, if you want to
0: fucking, if you want to do the thing that someone, an absolute legend, did for Leisure Problem, and animate. Yeah, that, I love that. Yeah, the
1: Legend
2: that. Problem animated is so good.
1: Yeah, I love genuinely,
0: those. genuinely. If you can search There's Your Problem" animated on YouTube and and see some of them, or if you just want to see like you know compilations of like one hour of Abby being a legend, which is just the previous hour, uh, then yeah. You know, go ahead, throw your boots. I actually do have some compilations of Abby. Um, mm. I need libel. Yeah, which,
2: which is where I was getting like...
1: <laughs> Hello, my name's Abigail.
2: I was getting all of my little <laughs> clips of you that we we use when you're not here to do a bit.
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna fucking kill that cunt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mongo. <laughs> Mongo, I've <sir. laughs>
3: got a Mongo, everybody.
2: <laughs> Gorgeous. Well, I've only got the one question left, so may as well rack enough. on with that one. Uh, skate Bush, who asks, "What is my... <laughs> well
0: done. skating up that hill? Well done, well done, skate well done." <laughs> <laughs> to, to make a deal with Skate God. Skate God. Um, what is the funniest no, it's just thing? Just regular that each... God wearing thrasher.
2: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> skating up that hill. Um, what's the funniest thing that each of your co-hosts have done or said? Not necessarily from the podcast.
1: Ooh, that's a difficult oh, that's, one. Just, that's
0: really tough. It's yeah, the
2: yeah. thing is, is that we're all um we're all very good friends in real life. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot going on here. Many things I can't repeat, but the funniest Yeah. The the Abby thing that still like properly cracks me up is the the rant at the halfway point of the Cars 2 episode <laughs> about why <laughs> the ambulance
0: Exists. Yeah, what what do you for conversely, my favorite Devon moment, still always and forever, <laughs> Spectre Eleven. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been chasing you had that fucking sex high with this, man. <laughs>
1: sex with this man. I'm
0: the 11th most senior
2: <laughs> member of yeah. a fucking world spanning criminal organization. <laughs> I'm fucking real. Yeah, yeah.
1: I still I still really enjoy the Devon. The, will you commit to this program? I just thought that was such a good find for a bit. <laughs> so, my, so so excellent.
0: Oh, I can't. My, my favorite, my it. favorite Abby bit is actually from when you guessed. on well, there's your problem. And it was a, it was a bit that you pulled off very successfully. That actually got by me by stealth until like halfway into the episode, where you were joking about being younger, but you made yourself younger each time until by the end of the episode, you're like, as a six year old. <laughs> oh, that's really <laughs> good.
1: Um, I love listening to all Those people. I think my favorite all-time oh, yeah. Alice moment though was was a Twitter thing. I think I think the woke landlord beef and the paedophiles beef still <laughs> some of my favorite things that you've ever done. Just, the, the week that you just spent, like, just abusing paedophiles on Twitter. Yeah,
0: just was, choosing was violence, so you know. Yeah. Funny. It was so good. So fucking good. It
3: was so like-
0: good. The, my
2: favourite Alice Twitter moment and you can, you can, Alice has quite a backlog of tweets, if you're ever stuck for something I to do, do just search from Alice Alexander and then a keyword, yes. and it's always so good, but my favourite oh, is yeah. your um, shit it's two, okay, I like your um, John Wick thread I think that's still oh, fucking oh, yes. when phenomenal we, when we
0: get to, the problem when we get to the John Wick series, which we're gonna have to do is how the fuck I do those movies without recapitulating that entire thread
2: Lawrence Fishburne brackets, laughs uproariously just like and the uh, the like historical yeah. one about Elon De Musk or something. Yeah, was <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. fucking good.
1: <laughs> how does how does he have flask, but by mine, generosity? Is a, <laughs> a of that was really really good.
2: Girls' Night. Oh, I just I just absolutely oh, adored the two girl's of you. Night
0: was really funny. Yeah, oh yeah, I genuinely. This is it's it's such a delight. It never feels like work. Although
1: my favorite moment on the whole podcast was still. The James Bond Muppet. The Muppet. Thing. Oh, it's so good. We could have kept that. <laughs> yeah, the for Muppet like five You More Only Lived Twice was like <laughs> You only the You Lived Twice episode is still one of my favorites because like we just Oh we... yeah <laughs> so I remember Devin on that one being like that's a gay gun for women.
3: <laughs> 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 Idiot. <laughs>
0: really Reminded really. me of an, an, another another favorite Abby moment. I could do this for an hour because I just love YouTube so oh. much. Oh. Is is pedo John. <laughs> I, oh my god! I totally
1: forgot about that.
0: Away <laughs> lads, pure Spitspedo John. Like is stuck in my fucking mind. So <laughs> the, the fucking like turbo Geordie resurgence there. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
3: Wait, I,
1: I, I think... oh, Geordie Bond was one of my. I was happy oh that. fuck it was
0: really yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I think my genuinely my favourite moment. I'm gonna re-listen altogether. to the pedo John one soon. Doing doing this podcast was the moment on stage for no time to die where we fucking got him. Because uh, mm. genuinely, that felt like the sort of the 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 apex, you know. Because we couldn't have done it without you, the listener, you, the audience, and it just felt like everything came together like so beautifully at that moment that I was I was really really happy with it. That's it perfect. Yeah,
2: we absolutely. we got to we
0: got to go get back to
1: yeah. This is the kitchen oh, gun God. riff. Going. <laughs> Hugh Dennis getting fucking murdered. Yeah, good times, yeah. good times,
3: good uh, times. Well,
2: <laughs> on that note, what a the high note you to go on. tell out. us
1: about, like, James Bond
0: seeing The Book of Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Because <laughs> he must oh, have he done. Because <laughs> he fucking referenced yeah. it. Oh, uh, my t- God. Another,
1: another thing I love, Dev, is the the little the little previews and I think one of my favorite Twitter previews that you've made an episode was the was it the one from Spectre where he dives through the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah where he dives through the window <laughs> where you edited <laughs> that. that was so fucking good
2: I f- I fucking love video editing actually man it's so yeah. much fun
1: yeah I lo- I just phenomenal. love your editing style Dev both like video yeah. and audio the way that you kind of just make yourself known as as an unseen or unheard presence when you edit I just think it's really mm, inspired. yeah, I think yeah, yeah that's yeah. An
2: absolute treat to hear from you. Mm. I, I just, no, I just, I, I really like having a tangible voice when I edit something.
0: It's
2: mm. one of the only reasons I agreed to do well as your phone was because I was like,
0: hey, shit, I could do visual bits. Totally, 100%. We're, we're very glad to have you and have you do it. But I, I would say after 25 Bond movies and fuck knows what else, the, the, the state of the podcast remains strong, you know, strength to strength. Um, and thank you to all of you. For listening, subscribing—if you do subscribe, um, you know retweeting, boosting on social media, all of this—I um, I would still do it if it weren't popular, if it weren't successful. I'd still have fun doing it. But the fact that it is is just, you know, uh, a, a beautiful sort of extra gift. Thank you, yeah. program, Thank you for
1: committing to this program. Thank you for committing
0: to this program with us. Yeah. That's that's right. And remember, all of us are real life friends with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're also we're also sexually available. From, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I
3: would say that. We <laughs> <Yeah>, are
0: we're all,
1: <laughs> we're we're also all single. single.
0: Yeah, we're all single. Yeah. Frankly, you're all you're you're looking amazing today. Listen, Oof, you're so, so hot today. That's right I That's miss right. you,
1: Anon. <laughs> 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 the listeners Andy's just like tonight. the green faceless Anon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Podcaster GF. Yeah.
0: Podcaster right. GF. God, oh, that's oh, just no. such
1: like a curse thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucked vibes, GF. Um, well. Mm. See ya. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> Fuck
1: off.
2: Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off.
1: No, I'm gonna fucking kill that cunt.
2: Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. I don't remember what we said in this one I gotta be honest with you, I'm recording this a little bit um, after the fact, but I'm pretty sure that it was good Uh, and I stand by everything I said I will never back down, even if I don't remember what it was Next week, on the free feed as indeed everything is during the winter of content uh, the first of the Man From U.N.C.L.E. films uh, and that is To Trap a Spy from 1964 from 1964 of course, during this period, you don't have to be a patron. You will still get all of the content because it costs a lot to be alive right now. But it's actually this is a really difficult segue. But if you chuck us fifteen pounds, you can join these hallowed halls: Christine Fox, Amanda Comet, Fox Winchester, Gustavo Lira, Jack Holmes, Peyton McCalla, George Roach, Thomas Oberhart, Nick Boris, Yarek, Nate Mori, Harriet De Coconut Crab Corios Benno Rice Kit Divine Library Hitman Beef Crime Callan Burney Jonathan Gurdes Jack Drummond Max Gaimanhart, Kentucky Fried Commie Hell Bloodhands Jay Martindale Top, O Lysomash Jonathan Siegel Big Titty Goth Girl Mothman Final Bond Girl Harrison Fuller Trip Commissar Jen Sydney Steckle Tiger Otakuch Ali Out of a Closet Pauline will you marry jenna uh safira Lucifer, <laughs> danny potter turfs eat shit and die alone zoe shepherd elizabeth cox finn ross emily friend of the show alfredo quinn valeri i make devon say this out loud wolfie big old boy Ryo leal ala Irwing, lucy Keeley, josh simmons lauren bastin millie and on lebon thank you each and every one of you for helping this podcast exist Kill James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay. Our podcast art is by Matty Lubchansky. our website is by Tom Allen. See ya.